Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Win stacks of cash by entering the 150K Crack the Code giveaway. Brought to you by your local paper, now through July 14th. Look for the code on page A2. Then visit 150kgiveaway.com and submit your entry. You could win the grand prize of $100,000. Grab the paper every day. Get the code on page 2A and improve your chances to win tons of weekly cash prizes. Visit 150kgiveaway.com for details. All right, we're here with Megan Witten, a metal uh, sculpture artist. And uh, we're in her home studio and we're talking a little bit about her work. Uh, Megan, just give me a little idea about your background and your training. Well, I went to Frostburg State University in Western Maryland. Um, I, I learned under a guy named Doug Salmon, who's uh, my mentor and a good friend of mine that I still work with uh, today. And uh, what got you to you? Your home studio is outside of Edinburgh. What got you to this area? Family. It's uh, about two generations that came from this way. The house that I actually live in is my grandmother's house. Briefly, just tell me about the evolution of your work and then specifically the found object artwork that you are concentrating on now. Well, in, in true artist in Gemini fashion, I'm kind of all over the place, but I actually started out in um, doing large sculptural work, kind of uh, Joseph Cornell style when I was in school and using a lot of found objects. I, work, I, um, I try to work with uh, zero waste management. I was, when in Austin, Texas, I actually did, uh, we had a gallery called Greater Austin Garbage Arts and we did recycled reclaimed material artwork. And then um, I do sculptural metal jewelry, but I really love taking old things and putting them together and it kind of graduated into this found object jewelry that I do. So it's on a smaller scale than the sculptural wall sculptures that I do in this way they're wearable. The uh, the some of the items that you're using are you know it could be keys it could be coins it could be you know bits of old you know beads and costume jewelry some old photos and your artwork is very eclectic so how do you put these ideas together to make it to make such random things into such interesting artwork? I, truthfully, uh, that one must be divine intervention because I have absolutely no control over it. It just kind of pops out and I think most artists say that way like we just. We just see it, like we find a find an object, and then you could just imagine it with other objects. Maybe it's kind of like a memory game where I have certain aesthetic images in my head, and I know I have certain pieces, and then when I find a new piece, you just kind of piece them together, and you know, no, knowing you know, uh, design uh, elements of design is kind of appropriate too, because you know, you know when something works, and you know when it doesn't. What's the most appealing thing to you about found object artwork that you're concentrating on now? The, the history behind it, like the physical age. Like somebody held this in their hand. It was something that they used either on a daily basis. It was a button from their shirt. It was a key that they opened the door. It's a picture of a family member. It's, it, the, all, I, I think all these things hold energy and people's energy and spirit are kind of captured in these little items. 
and being able to take them and you know for some people too it's their their family heirloom uh, an old earring grandma's old earring their silverware and this way you're kind of forging like a memory necklace uh, um, a reliquary almost for for people to wear in addition to creating your artwork and selling it online and going to shows you do some teaching, and uh, you're going to have a um, you're going to have a, a teaching session coming up at uh, Goodell Gardens and Homestead on June 30th. And uh, what are one or two or three things that you are going to want your students in that two-hour workshop to take away from your your thoughts on found object artwork? Um, I think that what would be important for them to take away too is just the simplicity of being able to find everyday items and turn them into something aesthetically pleasing that you know that you can wear that you can enjoy and uh, all in the creative process. Um, I, I I really love to watch people learn and and there, I, if there's so many people that are like oh you're so creative I wish I could do that but I'm I'm just really not that creative and I honestly think everybody is it just given a little bit of you know knowledge and I I learn something every time I teach a class there's somebody that puts some the way that people put things together aesthetically is different and I I, I glean new ideas from them as well as being able to teach people new things it's pretty exciting thanks for talking with us today about your artwork thank you just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.